Pickaxe. If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I realize that a lot of these, a lot of these start with just just humming. Yeah, I was going to say, it's nice, it's soothing. It's like a gentle like ramp up to the madness that will surely ensue. Do you think it's possible to hum in a non-soothing way? I think you, to be a th- have a threatening hum, you just have to do it in like a dark, isolated place and just have like only... Like, like if you're in like a dark alleyway at like 3am and you hear a hum in the distance, that's instantly going to be pretty threatening. But it's like, it's like nursery rhymes, isn't it? Children's nursery rhymes. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're all fine when it's... When Dave Benson Phillips is singing them on uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Fun Song Factory, but you know the moment you get a six-year-old girl singing it in a graveyard, you know, and you can't actually see where the girl is, you know, that's terrifying. But somehow you've assessed the gender. Excuse me, wow. Peter. Yeah. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. That's not cool. It could just be Dave Benson Phillips, but with a higher voice. You never know. Could his voice be any higher? <laughs> oh no. My exosuit is being hexed! Jackie Jew went up the hill to fetch a pail of water! <laughs> oh, that hurt to do that. <laughs> uh, new appreciation for Dave and all he does. That was a trooper. Yeah. All his miracles. When he goes to Nando's, yes. he gets the hottest sauce and just lays his throat <laughs> in it and helps prepare him for his vocal activities of the day. Oh no! I call it Dave's Secret Larynx Juice! <laughs> Oh, larynx juice, no. Right. Let's talk Kevin. Oh, shit, yeah. We need to talk about Kevin. We need to talk about Kevin. He's not been eating his vegetables recently. Have you guys had the same issue as me? But the best the best way to remedy that it would be to start a podcast because he will then have to open his mouth and we can just <laughs> shove Ooh. loads of vegetables inside. But we can't be doing that at dinner time every day just for a meal. Well, we'll just, we'll just have to make sure we give him a fortnight's worth of vegetables in one go each time. Oh my God. 1,000 peas. <laughs> Energy cube. <laughs> um, it, I, I, I'm worried that his non-vegetable eating is part of a larger problem because he's acting up. Right. Oh. For example, right now, outside the window, he's playing outside on the street with his friends and he's not come home. And I said, Kevin, you need to be home for seven. It's now... 10 to 8. This is ridiculous. still outside. The streetlights aren't on. Maybe he's living by that, you know, the sort of Facebook mum meme, kind of. (laughs) We used to... Oh, in my childhood, we drank out of the hose pipe. I don't know why this woman's voice is broken yet. (laughs) How old is this woman? She's either 90 or she's like a 14-year-old boy. I'm not really sure. That's what uh, drinking out the hose pipe does to you. It just ages you so quickly. Messes you up. And then add to that hosepipe water, a little bit of hot sauce, and you get Dave mm-hmm. Benson. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> right, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna shout out the window to uh, to Kevin now to start the music. You guys Excellent. ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin, 
Kevin! Kevin, put that boy down! <laughs> Kevin! He's eating a dog. Kevin! Oh my god, Kevin, no! Was that gizmo? <laughs> Kevin, you need to be back in in five minutes! Five minutes! So don't you pull that face! He's, he's telling me to go fuck myself. Wow! Alright, that's a bit too far. Kevin! You can have ten more minutes as long as you open your mouth and... No, no, you can't, you can't, you can't sway to him like that. You can't, you said, come in now, then he said five more minutes, then he told you to go fuck yourself and he said ten more minutes. That's how these kids get out of control. Look, Peter Austin, all right, when it's, when, when it's your turn to watch Kevin, you can parent him however you want, but quite frankly, it's just getting through the day most of the time. Right. All right, so let me just do this. Oh, 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 me head. Kevin! Kevin, can you roll the intro, please? Kevin's coming back. He's just gone to the time. Oh, so yours is at the your worst flat. times. Yeah, well, Kevin's always at my... I told you, I own Kevin. He's mine. I don't oh, know. Oh, Do you want yeah. to borrow him? No, but, but I, I, I didn't know he... Does he live there? Or does he just come around when he knows you're doing a podcast? He's just sort of like... He's kind of ever-present. Okay. So, right now, he's... Oh, hang on. Yeah, he's just flushed the toilet and... Oh, he's just floated through the wall. Yeah, okay, Kevin's here. Right. So he just he doesn't really obey the laws of anything. Uh, yeah. I'm fairly sure that... It, why don't you give him a call? See if you can get him to come to you. Are you sure he's not... Is, is this a mongoose? How can he go uh, through the walls? Well, Maybe I can't that... see him. Because oh. he's a freak. So I like to think okay. Kevin doesn't even like have a cassette player to play the intro on. It just em- emits from his body. He's like well, a human yeah. speaker. You haven't yeah. seen him... i tell you what, Michael. Call him over to you now and you'll see. What he does is he his eyes just go completely black. Like, just, just pure black. The blackest you've ever seen. Okay, And right. then his jaw unhinges and just, like, falls all the way down limply. And then the Podiat's theme just plays out of it. Oh, 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 me head. Kevin was at round... He was round at mine a few days ago, but he's not yeah. here anymore. Oh, did you have him over for tea? I did, yeah. Oh, what did you, what did you have? Well, what I had to do... Because... We had just potato smileys, just loads of potato smileys. Nice. And in order to get him to eat it, like he wouldn't open his mouth. And so I had to pretend that a podcast was starting. I had to say, um, you know, I, I, I had to stand near him with a plate of potato smileys and just say, right, guys, are you, are you ready? Shall we go? OK, let's let's run the intro. And then he sort of opened his mouth and did the noise. Oh, no. And then God. I shoved him Every in. Every potato smiley. Yeah. That's what that was. I was wondering, because as we discussed before, that frequency can be heard around the world. Yeah. And um, I heard that and I was like, what the fuck? What is Kevin doing? Why is there a podcast beginning somewhere? <laughs> Seven yeah. times in a row. This is, this is weird. <laughs> and he didn't choke. No, he didn't. I don't think he... I think he just he's like a duck. He just swallows. You know, right. There's no chewing involved. He didn't need to rub his throat or anything to no. induce Didn't have to put swallowing. the potato smiley in a, inside a piece of chicken, like a tablet for a cat. <laughs> oh, 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 me head. Evan's just been huddled in my flat for a while. I don't know if he's sheltering from something or I don't know what's going on. But uh... is, he, is he doing that pigeon thing where he's, he's got no neck and he's just sort of all ruffled up? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh. Carrie at Carrie the Worst underscore asks, "What does Kevin look like exactly? The more detail, the better." Now, keep in mind, Carrie is our resident, non-resident, official, unofficial artist. So, <laughs> oh. there's there's an outside chance she might want this detail so that she can do our art of Kevin. Well, Longhorns, Longhorns. We've established that he's got wheels, haven't we? Did we say how mm-hmm. many? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think three. Yeah, I was thinking three. Yeah, it's three. Yeah. Okay. Sort of like the the cooker from a grand from, day out. Yeah, well, it's a grommet. He he eats dogs. 
Yep. Um, uh, he's got a jaw he can unhinge. Yeah. yeah. His favourite bit of clothing is his crop top sweater. Mm-hmm. So his belly's always on show. It looks real good on him. And of course, on the crop top, it is emblazoned with um, uh, Wurzel Gummidge. Oh. Just Wurzel Gummidge's face there. Classic. Yeah. He has a tattoo on his midriff um, of the uh, pigeon tattoo from Mikey's future funeral. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, he's, nice, he's seen nice. it and he came back. Uh, we, we should also mention that Kevin has come to us from the future as well. He's not He's not from our time. No, no, you're right. Um, and you can tell that by uh, the the trousers that he's, he's wearing, which are actually 100% reflective um, yeah. to the point that it almost looks like he's not got trousers on. It's like it, it, they almost look like a portal because it just perfectly shows the texture of whatever is in front of him. Um, his torso is invisible, but you can still see his clothes and also his tattoo as well. It just sort of floats there. So he's got these crazy trousers. Yeah. He's got uh, invisible torso, but the the tattoo, you can still see it. Horns. Wurzel Gummidge crop top. Wurzel Gummidge crop top. Uh, unhinged jaw, three wheels. He's actually, his left and right arms aren't the same length. His left one droops considerably lower than the right. Yeah. And also, if you look at his hands, they're on the wrong way around. They are. And actually, all of his fingers are just on one hand. (laughs) He's got 20 (laughs) fingers. And the other one is sort of just a knife, isn't it? He's got 10 fingers, just on one hand. Oh, okay. Yeah, the other one's a knife. Okay. (laughs) He's like a multi-tool. He's great. Yeah. A great big bushy beard. A great big bushy beard. And uh, what's it, what's it, what was his hair again, Mikey? I can't... I, he's come inside now, but I can't see him. He's not coming Oh, he's got, um, he's got, like, you know, the haircut that the monks have. Oh. It's just, like, bald in the middle and hair out everywhere else. Okay. Yeah, theoretically possible. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Bingo. Yeah. A little bit sexist. He's a little bit sexist. Yeah. I don't know if that, there's a way you can get that in there. Yeah. But he's young. He'll learn. He'll learn. Is that that's, it? I think that's about it. That's So there you go, Carrie. That's exactly what Kevin looks like. Best of luck. Can't miss him. Best of luck. With that, if you're going to draw it, God, Godspeed. So there you go. I think if Carrie was wanting to draw Kevin to begin with, I think she's probably not decided not to. <laughs> oh, oh, me head. You boys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone, anybody seen Kevin um, around at all? Didn't you send him here? to the shops, like, on Tuesday, and he hasn't come back yet? Um. Oh, that's a good point. Shit. Maybe um, when he got there, someone there was some sort of, we need someone to start some music-based emergency at the shop. You know, so something was happening right. in which someone desperately needed a man or woman to help or them woman. play some music, and he was like, "My time to shine." And he's yeah. got this unhinged his jaws. Yeah, just, just started playing out of his out of his gullet like a like a megaphone. <laughs> yeah, and that's how he solved. Uh, well, he didn't solve world peace. He created world peace. He solved the problem of <laughs> world, world peace. peace. Yeah. Well, but it's been too peaceful for too long around here. <laughs> Thank God for that. Oh, hang on. Oh, oh I see him. He's oh, here. He's, he's here. Oh, he's just here. in time. Kevin. Oh, no, he's gone. Oh, oh. He's gone. He was heading in your direction, though, Peter, across the river. Do you see him? Uh, no, no. Can you oh, peer out oh, your window? Oh, no, no, that no, wasn't him. No, someone, oh, okay. someone who looked like him. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, I see Oh, sorry. No, it's just just yeah. a pigeon. Sorry. I mean, oh. I could just I could just start it this time, I suppose. Do you want to yeah. just press play for yeah, us? Yeah, hang on. Okay. If any- oh, my God. Jesus. If anyone... Peter just fell off his chair. <laughs> if anyone sees Kevin in the meantime, please tweet us at Vidiot's Official. Let us know yeah, where he is, you. please. We're he's, he's dearly missed. Yeah. We're still paying I mean, his salary. He's gone a second, but... <laughs> <laughs> Peter, did you actually fall off for you? I'm fine. Oh, is I, I got oh, okay, worried good. there. Jesus, I thought you actually <laughs> died. That was my. That was a bit of foley artistry. That was me slamming the 
the music button, but then you carried on talking, so the music couldn't. The music, the music play. couldn't. Sorry, do you want to? Yes, yeah, sorry. Just yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll just sort it. of slam we'll back off. You ready for the music, guys? Yeah. yeah ready. Okay. Yeah. Here, it, here it comes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Potty. It's the official. Biff. Oh, there we go. Vidiots. Boof. Oh. Podcast. Bam. Oh, he's doing, oh, is that Mikey? A, it's a conversational... Who knows? Oh. It's a conversational <laughs> podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three us, where everybody brings a, a thing along to, to talk, talk about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Mike Hall. The River Severn <laughs> is River dividing Wales and the rest of England. <laughs> Genuinely couldn't um, even understand that. <laughs> I could. Oh, really? Could you? It's because we make that joke to each other all the time. And we That's always do the exact understand. same. It's always the River Severn. The River Severn. It's a geography. When they wheel out the TV in geography. <laughs> it's all, it's oh, been on the old VHS. Yes. The River Severn is a river that divides, and it sounds it sort of so accurate. What the fuck? There's just occasional, occasional syllables just make it. I think they hit the resonant yeah. frequency of the TV, and it just yeah. goes like, you know, they'll be they'll be talking about the Amazon River. Is... <laughs> yeah, it's always river. <laughs> the River Severn. Was... <laughs> Sorry, that really tickled me. Because, yeah, like I, you, you started making those noises and all came back to me, flooding back. Yeah. Everybody's been there. Everybody's had Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hornsby for geography. Old PE teacher. Won't yeah. leave the school. Still there. Geography Cairo teacher is based on the side of the River Nile. <laughs> That's what it's like. Uh, well, as we pan across Europe and look at Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. How old is this video? That you <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is Czechoslovakia not a thing? What the fuck? No. You know, it's not anymore. What happened? It's, to the, it? it's the Czech Republic it's the Czech now. Republic oh. And, oh. and Slovakia. There we go. So you you clearly had the VHS. Yeah. <laughs> I was describing. I've been watching that for years. That's where I get all my information yeah. from. Peter likes to buy used, um, like USB stick style MP3 players from the early noughties <laughs> yeah. and just listen to them, and it's just a lucky dip for him. Yeah, I only buy used ones that will just have preloaded music onto them. Yeah. Uh, it's just where is the love, but it sounds like this. <laughs> the River Seven. Where is the love? <laughs> yeah, exactly. People killing, people dying. I think I did actually have Where Is The Love on my USB. Everybody yeah, did. Everybody did. <laughs> what was that? What were you singing? It's a song about Durham. Oh, oh I, I see. The Pink Panther, right? There it is. Yeah. Yay. You, you win 50 it. points. You were all, both singing it so sort of in a very subdued... It was as though you were actually the Pink Panther and you were just trying to stay low-key, but you were, <laughs> you were singing the tune as well. Maybe the Pink Panther was inside you all along. Yeah. The Pink oh. Panther inside my Peter. Oh, that God. Was, that was the true no, I don't. I don't want that. Take off the wig. What is it? Ears. What colour are they? Pink. Oh. Why are they pink? Because you're a panther. Are Pink Panthers like an actual thing? I mean, obviously they're no. not. No. 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, immediately just going to shut that down. <laughs> I mean, here's no, but here's news for you. Here's news that this might surprise you. Oh that God. a panther isn't even a species of animal. What the, wait, what? Really? Yeah. What is it then? So this is Go this on. is the thing. You know how like when you know people, some people report seeing like um, big cats in the UK, like on like Dartmoor and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of the time, classic go, Dartmoor. Yeah, you know, classic Dartmoor. <laughs> yeah, and, some, yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah, what, what do you think it was? They're like, oh, it was a panther. It was a black panther. It's like, well, actually, <laughs> I think you'll find. <laughs> I think you'll find. That's right. That um, a panther isn't a species of cat. It's like a collective term for, for like, lions, tigers, pumas. Really? It's like, yeah, mm. I think it's, I don't know what the <laughs> exact criterion <laughs> is. Tim Allen over here. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if it's like they have to be able to roar or something because like a cheetah. <laughs> that was when the guy was like going around writing his encyclopedia. Like, right, right, Mr. Mr. John Wilkes Booth. Can you, I don't know why I went for the guy who killed Abraham Lincoln, but can you do a roar for me? Okay, you're classified as a panther. Well, so this is the thing though, but a cheetah, a cheetah is the biggest cat that can purr. Oh. Or it's like the biggest cat that can't roar or something like that. And that's I think like... My, f- my favourite thing about all this is the fact that you're not reading from a screen. You're just reciting this from your little brain. And it's... Well, I was. I have now just looked up the definition oh. of panther. A black panther is the realistic <laughs> colour variant of other big cat species. Okay, so... Black panthers in Asia and Africa are leopards. Ooh. And those in America are j- jaguars. Jaguars. Right. So I think it's... I think it's it's because it's so so commonly used by people to describe just a a black cat like a black panther. Yeah, it, it is now. It now just just means a, it means what people say it means, but it didn't oh. it certainly didn't used to mean that. So I'm sorry, I just googled it. Uh, I, I'm going to bring some facts to the party. Um, yeah. Oh wait, okay. no, sorry, no, sorry. I'm reading the wrong thing. Ignore me. I was going to bring some facts, but I was going to bring more in- misinformation. Never mind. Uh. But, can uh, we get a um, can we get a nice little uh, petition? Maybe a change.org going. Yeah, uh, it's time we lobby big comic book film. It's, it's time we lobby Marvel yeah. to rename Black Panther to Melanistic African Leopard. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on, guys, let's get accurate. I agree. Uh, I want to be um, sort of. Um, I want to be stuffed, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then. Propped up in a chair, I get like a gaming chair in front of yes. a webcam with <laughs> with my hand on the mouse and keyboard, and then just some some game running, uh, and then live streamed just forever. Um, can um, can I make a request? Yeah. Can we take you to the taxidermy place that makes the foxes look really weird? <laughs> yes. And wonky. I don't think that's just one taxidermy place. I think that's just bad taxidermists. But yeah. I think that's what the business is called, isn't it? Bad taxidermy. Yeah, they do all of them. Yeah. I want to be wonkily taxidermized and then propped up on a live stream forever. You know, mm-hmm. I want to I want to do what, what I love after I'm dead. Pete, I, can I quickly jump in with a, an old news story here? Yeah. Someone's already done this without the live streaming part. Oh, Christ. A family whose teenage son died honoured his memory in an unusual wake. His corpse was positioned in a chair facing a television screen, a video con- game controller in, in hand, and his favourite snacks next to him. Oh, my God. A snacks. A snacks. There's a picture here, if you're comfortable seeing that. It's, Go on, it's, then. It, oh, let me Hit just me. pop it in. It's very weird. My internet's very slow, so this might take a while. Okay. See, I like video games, but I can think of nothing worse than being remembered as, that's all he did. Yeah. Oh, that's... It's so weird. That's horrible. (laughs) Oh, 
it's loaded. What's that? What's he got there? Has he got some Pepsi? There's some Doritos. Jesus Christ. He's um, lent so far back. <laughs> he's chilling, man. That dude is reclined. Ooh. He's wearing socks and sandals. Socks though, and sandals, isn't, yeah. Isn't the coolest thing in the world, but... Mm. Have you seen the socks? Or they've got a picture of a basketball player on them? So you know. Sure. Pretty poor yeah. turnout as well. Look, all those empty chairs behind <laughs> It's weird how they've set him up like a museum exhibit. Yeah. There's like a rope around him. Don't step past that velvet rope. <laughs> Please oh, don't geez. touch the exhibit. That's oh, weird. No, that's strange. I don't like that. Ooh. Peter Austin. Yeah. It is 2014. Oh, is and it? season four of Game of Thrones is currently airing. Season what, four? Season four. Okay. You've just turned 73. Receiving the VHS edition of the 1983 Wind in the Willows film. It's your favourite. I love that. I genuinely really like that film. <laughs> that was a complete stab in the dark, but I fucking hit it right on the head, didn't I? Yeah. You f- I literally searched, what's an old thing, Wind in the Willows? When was the oldest film made? 1983. Oh, he's probably, he probably likes that one. Oh, 83. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know what that one is. Sorry. That's oh, my mistake. God, God damn it. Okay, well, close anyway. There's one that's got like all of Monty Python in it, or nearly all of them, and that was quite good. Okay. Yeah. Well, you were you were seventy three in twenty fourteen. Right, that is, that is fact. For the benefit of those unfamiliar with Mr. Blobby, allow Wikipedia to enlighten you. Mr. Blobby is a character featured on Noel Edmonds' Saturday Night Variety BBC television show Noel's House Party. A bulbous pink figure covered with yellow spots, he has a permanent toothy grin and green jiggling eyes. Mr. Blobby communicates only by saying the word Blobby in electronically in an electronically altered voice, expressing his moods through tone of voice and repetition. Through tone of voice, sorry, and repetition. He topped the UK singles charts with the 1993 Christmas release, Mr. Blobby. He did. Now, dear friend of the show, Noel Edmonds, oh. uh, appeared on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here last year. Mm-hmm. And before he went into the jungle... He had the following words to say when asked what Blobby would think of him going into the jungle. <laughs> well, the story of Mr. Blobby is a sad story because the fame got to him. You know the story? Oh my God. After the whole American experience and whatever, he got a bar in Marbella and Mrs. Blobby left with the kids and he drank the profits, frankly. He was never going to work. <laughs> Sorry, it was never going to work when you think of the climate in Marbella. It was never going to work. That smell of rubber was putting people off. So he is a shadow of his former self. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did he just fucking spitball that in the moment? Because that's incredible. What, that's... What, who did he say this to? To the press? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a story on the mirror. Oh, my God, the that's canon. Website. I mean, he's the ma- he gets to choose the canon, well, yeah. I think. So this is the last canon update we have on mr blobby but oh my god what if there's more to the story oh. and, and what if it took on a more <clears throat> erotic slant oh no are so, you saying that you have brought mr blobby fan fiction erotica this is um this is what i'm christening and bear with me here blob erotica <laughs> Yes, okay. it's perfect. And uh, this fan fiction comes by way of Shay underscore Butters on Wattpad.com. Um, nice. I've made some slight adjustments to make it more relevant to Blobby Cannon, mainly in that he speaks in full sentences in the original version, which just isn't right. And uh, quite frankly, it's filth. And it needed cleaning up a little bit for our, for our good, wholesome Christian audience of boys and girls. Yeah. Oh. Um, but so he's going to be whispering sweet, sweet blobbings into... <laughs> Someone's no. I also need two volunteers. Uh, one oh, to me, play me, Mr. Me, sir, yeah, me, yeah, me, you, yes, yes. Okay, 
Fantastic. One of you needs to play Mr. Blobby, and one of you needs to play his sexy friend. Oh, jeez. Can I be the sexy friend? By all means, Peter, go for it. So, Michael Johnson as Mr. Blobby. Yeah. And Good. Peter Austin as sexy friend. It's the role you were born to play, Michael. I, yeah, I can't wait. I was just about to say that. This is it's all culminate culminated to this. Oh this geez, is no. this is like this is just has Booth's name written all over it. Like she <laughs> likes her fanfic and she likes her blobby. You know. She'd be loving this. I hope she's listening. Well, I hope I hope Booth enjoys it. Yeah. Um Right, you guys ready? Mm. Let me just double check that I've got it all in here because I don't. I can't. I, I couldn't forgive myself if this went wrong. Uh, yeah, okay, I've got it all. Those first like eight words change tense. Oh, believe me, I've I've made some adjustments for context, but I've kept all of the weird sentence structure and tense <laughs> issues in. It 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 sort of jumps between the past tense and the present tense. Mister Blobby, are you ready? Oh, I, I, Blobby. Thank you. Um, uh, Peter Austin, sexy sexy friend, are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. The air had a moist sensation as you look up. The tears of loneliness from the sky relate to the sinking feeling of being dumped by your obnoxious now ex-boyfriend. As you to drag yourself around the streets, you notice the old park where you and your schoolmates used to play at, slumping down on a bench you sigh as you're being drenched in the rain. Suddenly you notice a pink blurry figure in the distance. It waddles over to you with a big creepy and sexy grin as you examine the figure's six-pack and yellow polka dots placed on his greasy plastic skin. Uh, Blobby? He looked at your tear-streamed face with his beautiful green eyes. Oh. You quietly said. My boyfriend dumped me for a woman. Blobby? The pink handsome figure gasped. Blobby, blobby, blobby. Well, he said that women simply to... He said that women simply, to put it, have more potential than you. You look down as the flashbacks flood your brain. The pink figure pats your head. Blobby. He said compassionately, holding out a grossly misshapen hand. (laughs) Really? You muster that as you hold back the second wave of tears. Blobby. The pink figure took your hand with his greasy grip and led you while you followed. You have so many thoughts of him comforting you as you follow. Blobby, 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 blobby. Oh, I'm insert name here. You finally arrived at a home that matched Mr. Blobby's skin. Without hesitation, he leads you to his room. What? He pins you to the bed. What are you doing? Blobby! (laughs) You stayed silent as Mr. Blobby began undressed the top half of you, and you feel something hard grind on you. Oh no! Why is this exciting me? You become very excited as Mr. Blobby teases your Wilkins by roughly kissing slash gnawing it through the fabric. Blobby, blob, blob, blobby, blobby, blob, blob. He muttered seductively at your Wilson. (laughs) Please don't speak whilst touching it. He started to kiss your nip-nops, giving them a small suckled. Without having two minutes, your jeans become damp as you made a boo cake. Not just your clothes, but onto Mr. Blobby and his William, 
giving off an in, giving off an erotic look. Blobby blob blob. He growled as he ripped off the jeans and gently slid off your bootcake underwear. Blobby, he said, his stare unblinking as he put the pants in his bedside drawer. You keep silent with the face of trying to resist. You grasp as his chiseled fingers insert your naughty zone. Oof, I can't hold back anymore! A sudden thrust penetrates. Every time he thrusted, you make a boo cake. You continued baking boo cakes all night long till the morning until you could practically open a stall at the village fate to sell all of the boo cakes you baked that night with hot bluebee. The end. <laughs> what the fuck? No! There's so much, so much to say about that. Why did he take off the, the, boo, the boo cake underwear and put it into the bedside drawer? So this is this this is an editor's note fragment. Consider revising. Uh, obviously, Blobby originally had dialogue in this, so I had to try and give some context through updating the narration. Mm. Uh, he originally said that he was going to keep them for later for, oh. for special intimate time on his own. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's very sentimental, our Blobby. And any other questions? Um, is I'll now take questions. To what extent? Did it say boo cake slash bukkake versus like something else? Because what are the odds? We call it a boo cake, and then yes. there's a thing about baking boo cakes at the village fete. And I want to know what level of edit- editing that has had. That's all me. The gist is still there, but I had to sort of commit to the the boo cake alternative, right. and also the the Williams Wilson Wilkins alternative, yeah. and the getting excited alternative. Because quite frankly, Peter, it was it was filth. I can imagine. Well, uh, maybe I can't imagine. It would just make everyone, I think, more uncomfortable than uh, than so. It would it would remove the fun, I think, mm-hmm. by talking about it quite so um, unsubtly. Are, are you using Wilson as like a gender neutral term for genitals here? That's a very good point. Maybe this is the. Uh, I mean, it's it's meant to be, I believe, between two gay lovers. Oh, that makes... Oh, there we go. We, me with my heteronormative ways. I thought this was a, a girl in a blobby, and I got really confused when I heard whispered at your Wilkins. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, that makes sense now, of course. Male my partner. boyfriend left me for a woman, remember? Oh. I think it was... The title of it was something like Mr. Blobby takes your your V-card or something like that. Um, oh. It said part two coming soon, but unfortunately this was posted in 2011, and I don't think we're oh. going to get... Another Damn part. It. Well, you don't want to come too soon, do you? You have to be well, a exactly. thoughtful you, lover. You've got to keep that boo cake in the oven for a while. Yeah. Otherwise, it will come out all soft. Oh, I don't want a soft boo cake. No, you don't. Nice firm one. That's what you want. Anyway, Sam Almond asks, We've had cereal and animals, but what's the big tournament slash fight of 2019? Oh, well, my goodness. Have we done oh, crisps? Baby. Oh, did you just slap down a... Yeah. Was that paper I heard slapping down? This is the book I've had since the Oxcast. And I, I got this on the first day of the Oxcast, as we all did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And only, th- uh, let's see, one, two, th- four pages of it are written on. Yeah, I think yeah, I had the door put... code on one. Yeah, yeah, I think I wrote on like two pages of mine the whole time we were there. So I've got Animal Fight, Serial Fight. Mm-hmm. I've got a third Undisclosed Fight. And on the fourth oh. page, I've got... Um, some Sonic fan art of him kissing a woman from Sonic 06. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, good, that. It was good art. But um, art. today's fight, ladies and gentlemen, ding, 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 it is British supermarkets. 
And it okay, is. HBO, I've got a new fucking show for you. Get rid of the houses in Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's all about people loyal to supermarkets. Yeah, happy shoppers. Tesco marching in with their stripy blue and white uniform. <laughs> There's the orange orange heads from Sainsbury. Asda, Asda have got the backing of Walmart, so they're just rolling up in tanks. Nice. So our first battle is between Iceland and Asda. Hmm. Now, Asda, I'm not a fan of. It's cheap. I mean, I, I, I shopped at Asda for nearly a year when I lived in my first flat in Bristol. It was a fucking godsend. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, the fresh fruit and vegetable section is quite small, and it's quite sad, actually. Yeah, Whereas, I, like, think, I don't think it's the fresh fruit and vegetable. I think it's just the fruit and vegetable section. Yeah. It's, it's just quite a dim, horrible, sad place, really. Like, yeah. Like, most supermarkets are well lit. It's bright. You can look around. But Asda, I don't know. They just they put their money elsewhere. They put the money into the UV light in the toilet so that people can't shoot up. <laughs> oh, my... Yeah, that's genuinely a thing. Just try, and, just try and fucking stop me. Yeah, I'll find that, Vin. I, 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 I want to see it. Just put it straight into my eyeball. Oh, yeah. Is that a thing in all Asdas? Is that just Bristol? It's probably just that one. Well, not just that one, but that yeah. one in particular, I think, because it's, yeah. it's just surrounded by junkies. So, yeah. even, so mm. e- even though we've just ripped into Asda for a good while there... Iceland. I don't know. I, I feel wrong making that win against the two. I think well, I'd still rather go go for Asda because Iceland is Karakatona, right? And, oh uh, yeah. Oh. I can't say I've ever ever really shopped at Iceland, but you know, all the mums are there, and oh, it true. sort of seems to be quite a uh, sort of quite gender biased place. Like I feel like like it's it's anti dad. Mm. Yeah, remember when I we did that Coco like Pop story? Chased where... out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're on a mission against dads. Whereas if you go to Asda, as we all know, you've got the cake machine, you've got the pizza counter, which is way better than it has any right to be. Theoretically possible. It's also they play dancing in the moonlight for some reason <laughs> over the speakers. On loop. And I walked, I walked down the aisle, and and like I heard. The aisle. I was getting yeah. married at Asda, <laughs> yeah. and and I heard at least five or six different people humming along to Dancing in the Moonlight as knock, I was doing my you? shopping. Yes. And it's like this is nice. Like it's this is bot. some weird. It's it's like the rise of um, brands on social media being like, hey, uh, yeet yourself into a, a health self uh, health health a self help program, my dudes. Mental health is important. Also, oh. buy some coffee, yeah, <laughs> for please. Months, please. It's kind of like that, where it's like, come in for the music and the ambience, but also buy... Stay um, for the Maybe a a, a rug. There we go. On the other hand, Mm. Iceland is famous for its mini everything. It is like... Mini burgers. My grandma used to be a staunch uh, Iceland shopper. Mini hot dogs. Silly feet. Mini quiche, yeah. And and for a a guy of my stature, that's perfect. Ah, They're not mini, they're just ordinary sized. So... I, I think I might have to defend Iceland on this one. Oh, I'm, I think... I'm aware that it might not win, but I, I just want it out there that I oh. voted Iceland. Iceland does have some good vegetarian vegan options, but I'm sorry, but Asda does does pinch it for me. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Okay. It's, it's Asda for me. I find, obviously, you know, the mini stuff that uh, Iceland does. Great. Yeah. But other supermarkets are catching up now, and they have so much more to offer. And also, as a man, I feel safe in Asda. <laughs> Except in the toilets. Because the mums chase you out. Yeah. They go in, no, no, that's why mums go to Iceland, not boys. Get out. Go eat a Yorkie, you you bastard. Go eat a Yorkie and McCoys, you fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Next up is co-op versus Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's has seen me through, through years and years of university. 
Oh yeah. Mm. Okay, so brand loyalty. Yeah, That's brand loyalty. That is that is that. So definitely. you would fight and die in the game of in the Game of Thrones. You'd fight and die for Sainsbury's. In our, in my orange armor, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Sainsbury's would bury all of its opponents. We studied Sainsbury's in history. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Because it's an industrial. <laughs> please, revolution. please don't make me learn about Sainsbury's, Peter. <laughs> it's an industrial revolution era thing. It yeah. goes way back. John okay. Sainsbury. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know there's a J in there. And you could ha- they had like ducks hanging up outside and stuff, you know? It was like a really old corner shop with just meat hanging and Good stuff. God. So, you know, it's it's a it's an old one. It's a, it's a long-standing one, and I think it should get points for that alone. I think it was the first supermarket. Peter, you were there at the opening. We all know it. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and that's why I, I defend it. I want to throw in a little curveball as well, actually. Co-op are the people who can pick up your dead body when you die. Yeah, uh, what is that? What, yeah. they, can't, they, don't, they don't know what they are. Fingering all the pies. Fingering the, all the they're pies. They're a supermarket, a bank, and a funeral parlour. Like, what, <laughs> what? Just make your mind up. We'll feed you, we'll fund you, we'll kill you, the co-op. That's what their slogan is. Yeah. Oh, God, it's the three certainties in life. Money, death, and expensive sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> God. A, a very poor selection of frozen pizzas for five pounds. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well. Sainsbury's. I'm conflicted. Oh, come on, Mikey. You know that co op shit. Just to... Wow, like the devil on my shoulder. Come on, Mikey. You know. Michael, you, you're your own man. Do what you will. Okay, fuck it. I'm going Sainsbury's. Is that a resounding victory for Sainsbury's? Uh, I mean, that's two to uh, one. I mean, it's two to one. Okay, well, there we go. Oh, oh, we move on next to the fancy, the fancy side of our oh. shopping. Waitrose or M&S? Oh, oh God. Okay. I have very limited experience in Waitrose and M&S, as you might expect. Yeah, me oh, too. Waitrose is a grandparent shop. It is, And I yes. feel like M&S is also a grandparent shop. But I have popped into... I used to work in an M&S. That's actually a very good point. I did work in an M&S. You have very little oh, wow. experience with M&S. At the, uh, well, I was in, like, yeah. a regular shopper there. But, mm-hmm. like, I worked there at the service station, and it was... Um, it's too expensive. I used to rip into Percy Pigs and like write them off as wastage. And every time I'd go uh, sort of back, you know, behind the counter, I'd eat them, like a lot of them. Easter eggs, I'd punch them and then I'd eat them as well. <laughs> I mean, that says it all. I mean, we should, I think M&S should go down because the staff do shit like that. Yeah, what the fuck, Ben? It's disgusting. I once, I once was overcome with nausea and I had to say to a customer, I'm really sorry. And then I disappeared for 15 minutes. <laughs> You were overcome with nausea because you've been eating all these Percy pigs? No, no. I think I just, I was faced with sort of the existential horror of being stuck at Sainsbury's. Uh, sort of not Sainsbury's. I hate Sainsbury's. No, I don't hate it. Just the regret the existential of horror of pigs. being stuck at M&S. Wait, at, what, at sorry, what was, what was the point of that? So what do you mean, I was once overcome with nausea and had to disappear <laughs> 15 minutes? That's just once I went to work and I didn't feel well. What's that got to do with M&S? Because you were talking about the poor quality of the employees. Well, well I think that's... No, but I'm saying I think, that's, I think it's justified. I think if you don't yeah. feel well, I think you were well within your rights to nip off to the toilet for 15 minutes, is my point. She was that... still there when I came back. Oh, God. Oh, you, oh, mean, you didn't, you didn't tell you didn't feel well. Did you just say... No, I just said, excuse me. And then oh, I, I see. Then oh, now I understand. I left, for, left for a quarter of an hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> she waited. This poor woman is like about to go pick up a grandkid from school, and she was like in a rush, and you've left her with her waiting, unable to leave. Oh, oh, just be a minute. I don't, <laughs> I don't have experience with Waitrose, but M&S, I will tell you, the people who who shop in there are more often than not some of the most entitled people I have ever met. Someone at a service station 
once asked me to carry their shopping to their car. Wow. Wow. And I was like, no. <laughs> what are you talking I'm about? Not paid Some posh that. old lady. Like, no, what? No. Do you know what this is? <laughs> it's a service station. Do you it's know where you are? I'm, I'm going to go M&S because, I don't know, it's, it is very old people-y. It's very posh, but... Did you good adverts? Good, yeah, exactly. Very sexy adverts and yeah, class a class beer selection. So I'm going to go M and S. I'm going to I'm going to stick up for it. But it's up to you, Ben. I've said waitress. Yeah, oh, you said waitress. Okay, yeah, we're going waitress. There we go. Sorry, M and S. Asda versus Sainsbury's. I think Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's. Yeah, that's that was a nice gut reaction there. I mean, that's yeah. that's obvious. Yeah, Asda, get out. Sorry. It's a surprise you even made it this far. <laughs> See you later. You were lucky to be up against Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta buy in that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, yeah. here it is, the finale. This is gonna be a tough one. Sainsbury's versus Tesco. Oh, do you know what? I was gonna say to help us decide what, what are their slogans. So Tesco is every little helps, isn't it? Every little every helps. Little every little helps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Sainsbury's and is It turns out it's um Live well for less. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's live well for less. That's that is a really bad slogan. I don't know. I like the Tesco ones. I like yeah. the Tesco adverts. I like Tesco. Yeah, think... I'm okay to to let Tesco win. There we go, Tesco. Congratulations. Champion. You'll get Tesco's your your champ. trophy in the post in a couple of weeks. Thank you for taking part in the tournament. So second wow, place amazing. is Sainsbury's, and should we do playoffs for the last for the third place? Actually, should we do yeah. who's the worst? Iceland. <laughs> wow, there we go. I, I'm. Oh, I don't know. Asda. I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Asda's the worst. In my I opinion. I should say. I should say Asda because I voted for Iceland over Asda. Actually, but so, well, yeah. you, you both instinctually went Iceland as the worst. So I'm, I'm gonna go it with that. It smells weird. It's just, in Iceland. It's just a big freezer. Yeah. yeah. What's the? It's just a giant. It's it's a mockery of a supermarket. It's an ice cream truck with no wheels. Yeah, I think I, I went to an Iceland when I was back home in Newcastle a few months ago, and they had the biggest block of cheese I've ever seen. It was quite impressive. It was, <laughs> was it frozen? How long has it been? <laughs> it's from the first ever dairy cow introduced to England. Uh, some real well-aged That's, cheese. Is that not just the cheese that all other cheese comes from? Yeah, it's yeah, it's the mother cheese. Off. <laughs> it's like cells. It just divides and makes more it cheese. It reproduces it on its own. Was it meiosis, mitosis, or something? Mitosis. Mitosis. Mm. There we go. Thank you, boys, for playing a fighting tournament oh, with thank me. Thank you. Thanks for bringing that to us. We've that... been talking about that for about 15, 20 minutes Jesus, now. yeah. yeah. I, knew, I knew it would be quite contentious, but that was very much a panic thing because I didn't have anything to talk about. So That's fuck okay. it. That's okay. Sorry to the Americans who have no idea what the hell we've just been talking yeah. about for 20 minutes. Oh, they'll be all right. As does, like, Walmart. There we go. You're sitting comfortably. <coughs> oh, I'm just coughing at my lungs right now. Oh, but Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm very comfortable. Very... You don't sound very comfortable, Mikey. Oh, I don't worry. I'm sinking into a deep state of comfort right now, so give comfort. me a minute. You went a little bit West Country. You've been down there too long. Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> I was, oh no, I don't, I, that's the, the accent I don't want to adopt. Hi, Paul. Bye, Paul. Paul just poked his head through the window. Oh, Paul. Oh. oh. He, can he oh. be the new Dave? Oh, he could be, yeah. Canadian. I spoke to Dave earlier. Did oh, you? shit. Secret Dave news. <gasps> Dave's going to be back in Bristol for the Jingle Jam. Oh, Is he? my God. So we need to try and coincide those dates for sure. Absolutely. Make that happen. I check in with Dave every so often just to make sure he's still alive because, you know, he's like a lemming. <laughs> in what way like a drink carrying lemming 
Well, he'll just walk off a cliff if you t- don't tell him not to. That was actually that's um that's an urban myth uh, that has been exacerbated by I think Walt Disney. Actually, I think Frankenstein was the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice how? When I said Walt Disney, the one bit of that that I was unsure about, I suddenly came out of the of the nasal voice. <laughs> I think you'll find that that's an urban myth that has been uh, passed into popular culture by I think Walt Disney. I think <laughs> Walt Disney can't act through that. No, you lie to the people in that voice. Absolutely, the not. bank of Wikipedia nerds behind you all frantically tapping away. Yeah, you can only use that voice if you know for sure. You got to know what you're talking about before we get started. Speaking about being comfortable, can we just go round and uh, and just say what kind of chair we're sitting on? Because I'm on an office chair. I'm assuming you guys are the same. Yeah. I'm not. Whoa. Oh. I'm a four-legged chair. Wow. It's upholstered. It's sort of... It's got a big stain on it from the last person who lived here. I don't know what... I'm hoping it's just a cup of tea. But it might be a big old bumpus. <laughs> oh. oh, I would never trust a hand-me-down office, well, any kind of chair like that. If it's, no. Especially if there's a visible stain on it. But I didn't when I moved in, and then I thought, I'm not buying another fucking chair. I'll, just, yeah. I'll sit on the, on the poo chair if I have to. <laughs> so here I am. What about you, Mikey? What's yours like? Um, I'm just sat on the bog standard Yogscast office chair. It's quite nice. It's got mm. articulation. As I'm, I'm a big fidgeter, so I like being able to pivot and bounce around. That's why four legged chairs don't do it for me when I'm computing around the internet. Oh. No, I do wish I had an office chair, um, but yeah, I'm just too cheap, I suppose. Oh. Cheap boy. Mm. What are you sitting on, Ben? My office chair is very cheap. Well, it's a very old one. I've had it for for about ten years now. It, it came to university with me. <laughs> And it's just this very cheap faux leather seat. Oh. But it's one of those ones that reclines when you don't want it to. And it makes you scared. And it's got the little handle on the side mm. where you push it in and it's not meant it's meant to lock it in place so it doesn't recline. And then you sort of lean back on it and it goes clunk oh. and you and you defecate all over the chair. Oh, was it you? And then, and then when you move out, <laughs> you leave it to Peter Austin. Oh God. Wow. Mystery solved. Peter, ich hoffe dir gefällt mein Poolstuhl. Du bist sehr groß. Peter, I hope something I couldn't hear because. Did it just literally say poo stool? <laughs> sorry, can I have that one more time? Yeah, one more time. Sorry, I think we all know what the best bit of that sentence yeah. is. Let's have that again. Peter, ich hoffe dir gefällt mein poo stool. Du bist sehr groß. I, I, I don't know. It's just, Peter, I hope something. Peter, I hope, hope you enjoy my poo chair. You are very tall. <laughs> Hope, hope, was that? Yeah, there's there's two hopes. No wonder that's wrong story. sometimes. She gets it wrong sometimes. Yeah. I love how... I love how soft mein... the poo is on that. It's a poo. Mein poo stool. <laughs> mein poo stool. <laughs> so Peter's got my poo stool mm-hmm. because this one won't recline properly. Oh. Anyway, that's all I've got for now. I've got one more actual bit of documentary dialogue here from the event. Oh, yeah. You ready to hear it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was... Wait, hang on. What was that? Let me play it Cousin... for you again in German. Hang on. I know that I've put a word in here that it does not know. So let me... Oh. Oh, she's slow. And plumps. Do you want to hear it in English? Something about break... I've broken some... I think she said... Or, or I'm ill. I don't know. I heard Kranken. 
Yeah, pretty much. Here we go. You ready? Cousin oh. Pete, this sick trick, my dude. <laughs> Thud. Sick Thud. trick. <laughs> Cranken. Cranken trick. Pete, this sick trick, my dude. Thud. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. That's real. Thud. Oh. Is that what it translated to plumps? Plumps, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it did. <laughs> I don't know why. Just Michael's plumps. gone with plumps that's there. That's it. Plumps. <laughs> I, I kind of acknowledge plumps in the moment. I was like, oh, that's quite funny. And just, I don't know, <laughs> hearing the discussion of the word plumps and third. Plumps. <laughs> third, they don't say third in Germany, even though it's an onomatopoeia. They say plumps. I guess maybe they're a bit fatter over there, so that's the sound they make when they fall. <laughs> that famous line from the beginning of... Uh, of Winnie the Pooh when he's coming down the stairs and it's thud, thud, thud. Yeah. But it's just plumps, plumps, plumps. Yeah. It's not giving me plumps this time. Okay. Maybe because it's context sensitive. Oh, it's giving me... Oh, this is way better. (laughs) Okay. So here's what I've written in English. Here comes Winnie the Pooh, thud, thud, thud. Oh, thud, thud, thud. Are you ready for it in German? Yeah. Please. Here comes Winnie the Pooh, schlack, schlack, schlack. (laughs) Schlack, schlack, schlack. Arguably an improvement on plumps. I've got a thing. I've got a quick thing, which will sort of balance out the fact that we've been on these first two questions for a long old time. Um, It's just a a news article that I saw reported. Um, It was actually a while ago, but I've been meaning to bring it to uh, to the podcast. Really just for the way it's been written. You know, a little bit like last time we did the podcast, I um, read those Wikipedia, that Wikipedia article about your mum jokes. Yeah. And it's it's when people try to write things formally, even though they're really silly. Right. And uh, this is um, a sensational storyline from metro.co.uk. That's not storyline, just story. Um, that has been written in very much a journalistic way even though it's just a silly thing that happened okay mum mm-hmm. shocked <laughs> sorry i've just reread this headline <laughs> and it's really good okay Ma- <laughs> i hope i can get through this mum shocked as meat face turns up inside 91 p pack of aldi sausages <laughs> meat face meat, what the fuck's a meat face mum shocked as meat face turns up in 91p pack of Aldi sausages. Is Meat Face a Scooby Doo villain? Oh, God, it could be. Yeah. Aren't we all Meat Faces, really? True. Yeah. At the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, every face is a Meat Face. Well, you're not. You're a vegan face. Oh, yeah, I've got carrot face. <laughs> you've, got, you've got broccoli <laughs> face. Oh, no. So maybe I should send you the image first. So uh, let me just okay. send this to you. We'll try and remember to put this in the link dump. But if not, just search for Mum Shocked as <laughs> she finds Meat Face. Oh, in. my oh God. My oh, God. my God. We haven't done we haven't done a link dump for ages just so people can Google it themselves. What the, what the fuck is that? So now that you've seen the photo, it this should be just... So someone has done that deliberately at the factory, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like a portrait of the daughter at the front. Oh it does, actually, God. yeah. Um, and now that you know that someone has done that at the factory and just had a bit of a silly joke, and, you know, let's all just calm down because someone's being s- silly, let's see what you think of the, the way they've written up this article. Okay. A mum says she is worried about quality control after finding a sausage meat faced inside a 91p pack of Aldi bangers. <laughs> Peter, sorry. Yeah. Before you continue, I feel like we could do more to describe the meat face because 
<laughs> the lack for those of who were unable is, to it upsets me that people might have no earthly idea because this is this is a pack of sausages right it's just meant to be sausages yeah, yeah. i'm really confused about how what what is it <laughs> so it's a really flat circular patty about the size of someone's face and then it's got two smaller circles sort of as fried sort of egg eyes. looking yeah, yeah. with, yeah, with even egg. smaller circles on top and then what looks the most like a sausage a big flat curved sausage. into a smile yeah and i don't know how they've done this with just sausages and there's no <laughs> nose i don't think it's necessarily just sausage i think it's done with sausage meat i think they've sort of oh god I... molded it it's just so white. It's got no color. What I mean, fuck? those look like cheap sausages, but honestly, I wouldn't be mad at opening up my bag. <laughs> I'd, just I'd cook it up for breakfast. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be absolutely thrilled. Yeah. They don't put toys in cereal anymore, but if I can get a fucking sausage face, sorry, meat face. The best thing is, look at the packaging that it's coming. So it looks like more of a... A ready meal. Well, yeah, but it's it's like a loose package. It's not like in a box. It's in like a oh. almost like a jiffy bag. So, how did she not feel that there was one enormous slab of sausage meat in there, rather oh. than you know lots of different sausages? She looks like a Kerry. I think she said Kerry. This it's my time. It's my time to shine. We're gonna get on the local news. <laughs> Just going through the entire supermarket like blind bags trying to feel out the sausage faces. There's a second photo that's almost identical but just slightly different poses from everyone involved. Um, It's time for Kerry's meat face. Wow, that's great. Um, Her name is Fran. Let me tell oh, you okay, all about that. Okay, that's disappointing. Okay. Oh, is that the meatface's name? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Fran Webster, 28, meatface, said, "Someone clearly got bored on their shift and decided to form a different shape out of the sausage meat." Aldi has apologized, saying it's working with its sausage supplier to try and piece together what had happened. Fran said, "I'd like to give the person who did it a high five. It's amazing, but it does make you worry about eating sausages that were in the packet." <laughs> I mean that packaging. Yeah, that's the least How many of your worries. Is that? Is it? It looks like it might say twenty-six sausages. Holy shit! Yeah. For ninety-one Does pence. Does that look about right, Peter? Oh, it says actually how many sausages are in here. Oh, does it? She had taken the pack out of the freezer, thinking she would find 20 ordinary sausages inside. 20 sausages? (laughs) To make a casserole. What quality were you expecting? (laughs) She she wanted to make a casserole. She could have just put the face in it and covered it. Exactly. Uh, in a package of 20, we got only 12 sausages, <laughs> and then this massive face came out, <laughs> she said. <laughs> I mean, at least there were sausages in there, so that's something. Yeah. Fran could feel an, un- an unusual lump in the blue and white pack. She said, I thought, what the hell is that? When I turned it over, I saw it was a face. Luckily, my mate was there as well. I don't know why that's fortunate. Luckily. Because yeah. <laughs> it could have got me. Yeah. The face was around an inch thick and rough... An inch thick? And <laughs> No, it's not. Look at it. <laughs> and roughly the same size as a CD. Fran added... No, it's not! <laughs> it's Fran- massive! Fran added, I wrapped it back up in tinfoil and put it back in my freezer. <laughs> the kids... I- Sorry. Because it might be evidence. <laughs> This gets better and better. I forgot how good this was. It's <laughs> like a beloved dead pet. Oh, let's put it in the freezer. The, the kids wanted to eat it. <laughs> but I was a bit concerned about the fact that workers have been able to do that. That's worrying. Oh, I'm really oh, I'm really upset there's no pictures of it like cooked. 
Oh, she should have cooked it for sure. The 12 sausages went straight in the bin. Luckily, she had a spare pack for the casserole. <laughs> yes! Yes, Fran! And Fran said the face discovery has not diminished her love for Aldi. The supermarket said it was investi- investigating how the item came to be sold. An Aldi spokeswoman last night said, We apologise to Miss Webster and have offered a refund on this product. We are currently speaking to our supplier to understand how this could have happened. For God's sake. If Aldi do not stock a sausage meat face soon, they will have missed a trick. I would would give up veganism for that. Yeah. Absolutely. I love the fact that Fran has 40 sausages in a freezer at all times. (laughs) You never know when you need a casserole, right? You could have potato smiley faces with a sausage smiley face. You could have just an entire plate full of faces for dinner. Jesus Christ, that was the best thing I've ever heard. Fantastic. Oh my God, the caption to the image that I've sent you is just, that's not a sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Anyway, that's my thing. Meat face. Amazing. Thank you, Peter. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Incredible. I just googled like the death of Osama bin Laden in case he was like you remember how he was dropped off in the sea yeah so I was hoping that was in November but no that was in the 2nd of May so I propose um, waterworks happen on the 2nd of May every year okay Okay. I thought that was colloquially described as the big plop (laughs) oh no was it I might be wrong Every, what was it, the 2nd of May? 2nd of May, yeah. The, every, the every May the 2nd is the big plop day. <laughs> I thought that's just sort of once a month when you order Domino's. <laughs> no, I order Domino's more regularly than that. <laughs> oh, well, we've, uh, we've sorted that. We've sorted fireworks. <laughs> I think we had a very grown-up discussion about yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh. We did. We had a grown-up discussion, and we ended with uh, with that. So I'm I'm happy. I think we should move on to a thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm happy to do my thing. Oh, oh, me head. I want to talk about some famous animals for a bit. Okay. Ooh, okay. All right. I'm ready. The first one is, I think, one of my favorite animals to ever exist in the history of everything. He's actually um, a resident fixture of the podcast. We talked about him in episode 7 of Podiots, but I think it's time we expanded his story. Oh, is it the headless okay. chicken? It's Uncle Fatty. Oh, Uncle, Uncle Fatty. Fatty. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't remember, Uncle Fatty is... <laughs> oh, Uncle Fatty is a wild macaque from Thailand, and he weighs three times the average for his species. Oh, wow. To quote the BBC website... The obese monkey was the head of a complex snack hustle. <laughs> Those are the three best words you'll ever read on the BBC website. Complex sort of snack hustle. He leads a pack of minions who help keep him supplied with snacks and soft drinks discarded by tourists. He'd all, but also, he'd redistribute these items to the younger monkeys. So kind of mm. like Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> what a good guy. So due to the monkey's size, the locals dubbed him Uncle Fatty. And pictures of him were spread around social media a few years ago. Unfortunately, this alerted local wildlife officials to his whereabouts. Oh, no. Oh, no, the internet dubbed him in. Yeah, well, they decided to go ahead and fat shame him. They decided it was time Uncle Fatty went on a diet. No. I'm going to Google. I want to remind myself how fat he is. It's Uncle. just beautiful. Can you post it in the chat? Yeah, I will. Oh, so- my Christ. 
He's just so a tumour with a head on. That's what he looks oh like. Oh, my God. Don't call Uncle Fatty a tumour. Look at him, though. Hang on. Hang on. All I'm seeing is meat face. Currently. I know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that is what Uncle Fatty like. is. It's no different, really. I'm ready. Oh, it's loading. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, look at that ploppy boy. Absolute yeah. unit. What a round lad. He looks like Jabba the Hutt. He's not got any legs. Oh. That's a fat macaque. It is. So, wildlife officials set out to find and capture Uncle Fatty. But they said it was not easy to catch him. Ha, what? Why? <laughs> Too fast. This is oh, this is just a good detail here. Oh, stop posting pictures of Uncle Fatty. I need to look how red his tummy is. It's all distended. Oh, it's really sore. So it was difficult to catch him because he was the leader of his pack. And when I tried to go in, I had to fight off a flock of them with sticks. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it got violent. But with him captured, Uncle Fatty was shipped off to Fat Camp, where he was fed a healthy and more steady diet of fruits, oh, vegetables, no. and lean protein. Oh. This makes me so sad. What does he look like now? Have we got a before and after? Oh, do oh. we have a montage? Do we have a montage? Oh, the Uncle Fatty workout montage. And he'll do a workout tape soon. I'll do some Google and Googling for you now. Uh, see if, he's, if there's an after. Yeah, I want to know if he walked along the razor's edge. I've got some stats here. I think you mean fats. Oh, <laughs> Uncle Fats Camp. Uh, fat cam went well. He lost 8% of his body mass and his tum- tummy no longer dragged along the ground. Oh. However, news broke the other week and the headline reads... No. Chunky Monkey that became an internet star due to its enormous belly... Michael, is, please. ...is feared dead. No. no. After disappearing from animal fat camp in Thailand. Oh, no, they broke him out. <laughs> <laughs> Dead or away. missing. So yeah, there's been no sightings of Uncle Fatty for four months. God. You know what that means to me? What does that mean? Is that he's so trim that he fits right in with the other monkeys. Oh my god, he became one of one of them. After his disappearance, locals asked police to check CCTV footage <laughs> from areas he was known to roam in. But there was no sign. Officials fear he is dead. Prior to his disappearance, he had lost his appetite, sparking fears that he isolated himself to prepare for his death. Oh, gosh. oh no! I thought you were going to say prior to his prior to his disappearance, he'd posted something on Twitter or something like that. <laughs> Vacation oh. time. Oh. So please, this is a plea. If you've seen or heard anything about the whereabouts of Uncle Fatty, please get in touch. This is of vital importance. Is there a help? Make line? sure you tweet us. Make sure you tweet us at Vidiot's official. Yeah, I'll, I'll give um, out my personal the... phone number in the description of the video to call me and uh, tell me anything you know. Corey Tucker at It's Corey Tucker, asked, what do you guys think of the one-off nudist special of Jungle Run, Naked Jungle, that was hosted by Keith Chegwin? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I thought that was supposed to be just a funny question. So I've brought a fifth question, like a real question later, uh, for for later on. But I then Googled this, and it's a real thing. And I want to read it to you. Pray tell. So before we get into that, do do you fellas, you're, you're aware of Jungle Run, right? You know what that's sure. about. Absolutely. Who used to host Jungle Run? Um, oh, God. Someone really familiar. A guy called, I think he was called Mike Michael or something. I think there may have been a couple of different hosts. But um, hang on, let's see. Jungle Run. Sort of a crystal maze kind of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, wow. Presented by... Oh, Dominic Wood used yeah. to present it. Holy shit. Right. For a time. That's why. I thought there was someone I, I knew. But that's that's interesting because he's BBC. Sorry, I've just re- I've just, I googled it myself, and under the episodes tab, season three, episode one, the Coronation Street special. <laughs> oh God! 
Right, so Jungle Run, for those of you who don't know, across the Atlantic or into Europe, uh, was a children's TV show um, that was uh, essentially, I think maybe four kids, three or four kids would go on and there would be this, what seems in my memory, like an enormous series of like sets and stages that were like really well dressed. They were probably a lot smaller if you went back and watched it, but... um, they were jungle themed. There were two like chimps or like gorillas in costumes, and they just sort of run from one um, physical challenge to the next in different areas. Some were like water based, and you it know... did look good. It was like a really yeah. well designed show. And they, it was basically like you're right, Ben. It was like Crystal Maze because they would earn like ruby monkeys or something, and then mm-hmm. so many monkeys at the end would give them a certain amount of time in the final challenge or something like that. So that's Jungle Run, Naked Jungle is a real thing. Uh, I've got the Wikipedia page right here. Naked Jungle was a one-off television game show produced for the UK terrestrial TV channel, Channel 5, by Yorkshire Television. Ah, good old Yorkshire. Ah, yes. Yorkshire yeah, the, old, the old 50p game TV. Uh, <laughs> it aired on the 6th of June, 2000. Um, a game show with an assault course format based on and using the same set as the children's show Jungle Run. Oh, no. It was controversial because its contestants were nudists. The, right. The program yeah, the nudist juices all over this lovely chat children. Oh set. no! And then the kids came in the following week <laughs> after all oh. these old naked people had been there. The oh. program's presenter Keith Chegwin was also naked except for a hat. Oh, I'm sorry. What? That's not really naked, then, is it? You need a hat. That's fine. Well. Yeah, you can leave your hat on. It was part of a special season of programmes on the channel to mark the 50th anniversary of British naturism. (laughs) What? Yes. Uh, A video, uh, I guess a VHS, of Naked Jungle was released by Universal Home Entertainment in late 2000. It was rated 15 by the BBFC. And it's got naked uh, boys running around in it. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Did they have their Wilsons cropped off? Or was it blurred or something? Or for Wilson? No, I don't think it was. Um, I'll tell you about the format of the show, but as far as I can tell, there was no censoring of. Um, oh my god! Of that, it's literal um, porn. Yeah, basically. So the program was made uh, basically in the same format as Jungle Run. Um, ten competitors were five naturist couples who were separated into men and women, with a single winner from each gender. The winner of the men and of the women then competed that's a really weird weirdly worded sentence the winner of the men and of the women then competed yes. in a final in in a final inside the temple of the body Ooh, uh, right to win a potential prize of 5000 pounds uh is it worth it is it worth getting naked on tv for that well yeah i don't know i guess i mean these are actual naturists so they probably don't mind that's but true, actually yeah it says while in jungle run the competitors collected bananas and like later monkey statues in naked jungle the objective was to obtain fig leaves a biblical cover for genitalia surprisingly well it attracted two million viewers apparently which was a record i mean i tune into that yeah. it was a record for channel five at the time <laughs> Uh, and it was 20% of the entire TV audience share in its time slot. Wow. So <laughs> That's how you get the people, is naked Chegwin. I, I mean, it says, like, since its debut in 1997, Channel 5 has always aimed to attract 5% of the total audience share. So they did really well off Naked Jungle. They sure did. Uh, yeah. Or maybe just did well off Naked Cheggers. I don't know. 
Um, was was Cheggers also naked? He was. He, he just had a hat on. Oh, is that? Sorry, I didn't hear that bit. Yeah. God. Dick bin Cheggers. I don't know if I want that. And we've, we've got some audience feedback here. Channel 5 stated that it had received 50 phone calls relating to the program. <laughs> no. Evenly split between appreciation and criticism. Wow. Inc- including a woman who said that the program was, was responsible for curing her postnatal depression. <laughs> Wow, just laughing at that Chegwin wang. Yeah, Um, the Independent Television Commission, ITC, declared that it had only received one complaint about the show. This was from a viewer complaining that he could do without Keith Chegwin prancing around. (laughs) (laughs) The naked Keith Chegwin was a bit too much for me. Uh, an ITV, uh, an ITC spokesman said there was no guideline against Keith Chegwin being on television. <laughs> Didn't break any rules. The no, Chegwin unfortunately rule. not. <laughs> and late night nudity in a non-sexual context and in a program that is well signposted may not be in breach of the program codes. So apparently that's fine if you just tell people. I guess they do it now, don't they? There's a couple of shows that are made these days where people just get actually naked on telly oh There's yeah like, naked attraction isn't it yeah it's really strange where the people they're just all naked and they look at each other's bits and decide What's that who show where they go into the room the couples and they just have sex in a, yeah, sex in a box. cube <laughs> sex box <laughs> they just have sex in a cube while experts chat outside and then they come back out when they're done like wow how was that and they have a frank discussion in front of an audience after having sex in a box yeah that sounds magic Really weird. I don't. Speaking of uh, sex boxes, can I send over some screenshots? I'm sorry for everyone at home of naked Keith Chegwin. How? How? Why not? How much knob is there in there? There's thankfully no knob. Oh oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! Oh Oh, no, Keith! (laughs) I mean, he's covered up, isn't he? Like he's not. Yeah, like his bits aren't flagrantly whipping around, but um, there's no full frontal going on well i have confirmation here from the article the show did have full frontal nudity uh, nudity oh i just said nudity uh the full the show's full frontal nudity and display of genitalia caused a furore in the daily mail of course course. (laughs) yeah they were livid which described the show as having plumbed plumbed new depths of indecency on television wow never heard okay it plumbed new <laughs> plumbed. debt. <laughs> it's quite strange. Uh, plums on the mind. Yeah. The naturist gloss assured us, A, that no one will mention blowjobs. <laughs> okay. And that, B, the women will have droopy breasts. Wow. Um, Good. It's just a strange remark. It's quite specific, really, that those two things were... Uh, yeah, that's very odd. And Chegwin said that Naked Jungle was the worst career move he's made in his entire life. Wow, <laughs> really? That and if really, he, though, Keith? And if he could turn the clock back, he would. He said that due to the programme's time slot of 11pm, he believed it would not have gained so much publicity. <laughs> oh, Keith, you should have known better. So that's Cheggs. Cheggers was actually naked on the telly with a bunch of other people in the children's Jungle Run set. Oh, God. What, what an age we live in. My God. <laughs> Can you tell the story of how you got Dave Benson Phillips to appear in your last video? I bet it was super straightforward and not literally as complicated and weird as you would imagine getting Dave Benson Phillips to appear in your last video would be. I am so glad we're finally getting to tell the story. It's Who wants so to good. lead the charge on this? Well, you sent him the email, didn't you, Ben? Or you sent well, the email to his agent? This was... I'll, I'll quickly say this before you carry on. 
his website has a contact me page mm. or a contact me button and i believe it's meant to automatically open your uh email client software on your computer and autofill his email address but it doesn't work <laughs> because it's dave benson phillips website so yeah. of course it doesn't work uh but hovering over the link it you know google chrome gives you a preview of the link in the bottom left hand corner mm. like the full hyperlink so i was able to see what his email address was from that so by doing a little bit of sleuthing because his website doesn't work properly i was able to reach out and make contact with dbp is this the only reason he's not getting any work is because the, the I think so. email I think so. is broken <laughs> i think so come on dave there are people queuing up desperately trying to get hold of him but he just <laughs> the, the link BBC has been trying to email him for years yeah well uh I believe you got into... I mean, I think this... Uh, the reason I asked you is because I think you should tell this part of the story. And then oh, okay. uh, I'll talk about trying to handle the actual file. Because uh, oh, right. there were a number of issues with that as well. Oh, but, God. Okay. I'll, I'll keep it brief then. It costs £50. Yeah. Um, I, I It was forwarded over to Dave's agent. It was very nice. Um, never actually dealt directly with David himself. See, right. I, that's where I think... David's David Dave Dave's agent is just Dave Benson Phillips alternate email address. It all goes back to the same oh. person. It's just an alter ego. <laughs> so in fact, you were talking to Dave all along. Oh, I would not maybe. be surprised. Oh, that would, I'd like to have dealt with him directly. I used to watch him, you know, as a child, like we all did. Yeah, It'd be amazing to him. Anyway, he he fucking pawned me off to his to his <laughs> uh, to his agent, and his agent uh, asked sort of what exactly would like him to do because in the original email i said hey uh we we have a youtube channel we're, we're making this big video and we'd love you to be a part of it you know just a, a short little video clip with a short script and they said yeah send over the script it'll probably cost about 50 quid and i was like oh, okay that's incredibly reasonable <laughs> um and i wrote out this script very specifically and i gave him the exact lines i wanted him to deliver i even gave stage directions uh including like things that I thought maybe he would be able to relate to and understand, like panto villain laugh, <laughs> and uh, and he didn't do any of it at all. That cost. I mean, extra. he read some of the words, but not he read. Not verbatim. Yeah, he sort of followed the script and realised there were bits that he should have read and shouldn't have read. Uh, there was a bit in there at the end. The um, uh, the sort the, the serious bit that we wanted to go in the video was the first part, and then I also I again in the stage directions I said, okay, now you can say this bit normally, and it was, hey, Mikey, Peter, and Ben, just want to say congrats on the on the year of doing videos, blah blah blah, and I thought, okay, maybe we could use that for the podcast when we come back, or put that out in another video because it, it was kind of weird that he would just change gears from from being this like panto villain to suddenly saying this nice message uh so i thought we could clip it out but no he just read the whole thing kind of in one go yeah. in the same voice and uh peter had a lot of fun yeah uh, with the video next so um i was editing that last episode of worst games ever where we fell through the portal and uh, as we're tumbling down the sort of time tunnel or whatever it was Dave Benson Phillips appears behind us to reveal that it was him all along who was doing the Portal Goblin ransom notes and so on. Um, number one, his green screen was so brightly... I mean, it wasn't a green screen. I think it was it a wall. It was, just, wall. it was just yeah. a wall. It was just yeah. a wall. But it, it was slightly green, but mostly grey-white. And trying to key it out was nearly impossible. So 
if I did that, basically his eyes and teeth would disappear oh. because anything vaguely sort of brightly coloured would just go. A bit uh, adequate so, for the portal goblin, though. Well, true. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, I mean, the reason that the uh, the the sort of video of him behind us in that. Uh, sort of uh, epilogue is so noisy and staticky is because that's all I could do to hide the terrible keying out job that I'd done. Um, so I deliberately had to make it like a fuzzy thing. It was actually much better quality than that. Um, the other thing was that when he says, ah, ha, ha, yes, it was me all along, Dave Benson Phillips, beloved t- uh, TV presenter, burned into his own video that he sent us, it said along the bottom as a lower third, Idris Elba. And... <sighs> What? We didn't. We didn't get a chance to. You know, we we didn't ask for that. I think he puts that on every video that he makes because he thinks it's a joke, like a funny joke. But yeah. given the context of what we wanted to use the clip in, it doesn't make sense for it to say Idris Elba on the Portal Goblins <laughs> TV transmission. Don't know why you're complaining. He threw in a free extra. We should be blessing he the did. man. He did. Those are production in, values right there. Yeah, yeah he well, he threw in on. several uh, several extras. The pile of DVDs in the corner <laughs> that needed cropping out. <laughs> That's my favourite bit, is just the fact it's, it's Dave Benson Phillips' spare room. Dave's yeah. sad warehouse. Yeah, just a, a wall that was never meant to be used for video, just happened to be a bit green, <laughs> so he sits in front of it. And the ultimate uh, the ultimate extra that he threw him was right at the end. We did <laughs> the not nice twist to oh, say, the- uh, good luck with what's going on in the future, just leave me out of it. So yeah. that kind of implies that he's very much aware of what we do. And, you know, he was willing to sell his soul for 50 quid, but does not want to be remotely involved in any future content. So here we are talking about him in the first episode of the podcast. Yeah, well, he uh, shouldn't have done it, should he? Quite frankly, it's his fault. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, remember, I remember walking into the office, I think the day after Ben got sent that, and Ben just messaged me like, hey, the Dave Benson video's through. It's really weird. And I got worried. <laughs> and like, just hearing him say that last sentence was genuinely bone chilling. I was like, yeah. oh God, what have we done to this man? <laughs> just leave me out of it. All right. All and right. he sort of gave a knowing look and we're like, oh God. Oh, and then there's hurts. a bit of a long pause. And then he realizes, oh wait, I'm not done yet. And he goes, 150 points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Because I thought, again, I thought, might just as well, like he said on the program, might as yeah, well get exactly. him to say that, and we can use that in something else as well. But no, he just delivered it all in one really weird monologue, uh, like the 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 panto villain bit at the start. That was meant to be the laugh. I wanted him to go, ah, ha, 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 yes, it was me. But he just went, ha, ha, yes, it was me. Dave Benson Phillips, beloved, and he just uh, he didn't quite read all the words properly, and then he he sort of said, "Leave me out of it." And he doesn't even laugh. He sort of goes, "He goes, ha ha ha." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think we find out recently that he had foot and mouth. Oh, God. Yeah. Is he a cow? Did we tell you about this, Mikey? Do, are you aware of this? I genuinely had no idea about this. Is he infected with the foot and mouth? So what video was it, Ben? How did we find it? Did someone, uh, someone link it to uh, us? Someone, sent it, someone tweeted us it, and I didn't really watch it too much. He was part of a compilation of talking heads yeah. about some kind of theatre production. Didn't have a lot of views on the video, but he talked sort of a great length about personal issues that he'd faced. Oh, God damn. Uh, it, it, there was more than, more than hand, foot and mouth. So... It, yeah, it was a it was a, to- a compilation of talking heads. I think it was someone had basically everyone they worked with over a, over a period of a year. They spoke to them for like half an hour while they were at 
whatever workplace they were at because there were various different kinds of like there were video editors and like camera ops and vloggers and dave benson phillips like it was just a weird selection of people and his own category defies defies categorization yeah so i think they just did it with anyone who was there that day basically wherever this was and the question was um what were you doing last year or what position were you in last year and this vlogger is saying like oh you know like um in the last 12 months i've given up my job and i'm doing youtube full-time dave benson phillips goes this time last year uh, i actually had hand foot and mouth (laughs) and the guy behind the camera just laughs and you can hear him (laughs) on the microphone saying what do you mean you had hand foot mouth he said like you know, he does a lot of work with children, like children's parties and stuff, and he reckons that's probably where he picked it up. What the fuck? Um, and you saw that bit, Ben, but I carried on watching, and Dave Benson came back, because they were ve- cutting to and fro from various talking heads, and he goes on to say, um, so yeah, last year I had hand, foot and mouth, uh, then eventually I-, I lost the use of my legs, or lost what? the use of one of my legs or something. Oh my Dave. god, Dave, you are right. And... I mean, I laughed. The only reason I allowed myself to sort of chuckle there is because it's a kind of shocked laughter and he's yeah. okay now. So, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I don't feel too bad about... But, it, I mean, he was delivering it with a bit of a smirk as well because he knows how bizarre it sounds. But it, apparently it was... Um, he, he got, like, diagnosed with diabetes and oh, that affected... No. I don't know if it affected his circulation or, like, the nerves in his legs or something. Anyway, he now has the use of his legs back. But uh, he says he used to drink, like... <laughs> So Loads of slush puppies and stuff. Is, is his website now? Dave does things for insulin. Oh God! Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Oh, that would be sad. Just leave me out of it. Just leave yeah. me out of it. We're talking about his health issues now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he Dave, talk, it's his we love fault. you. Yeah, we do love we you, love but you, God, so no, we wish him the best. And uh, he, I think he saw the, if not the funny side, the uh, sort of shocking side to his his medical mishaps over the past twelve months. Yeah, crazy. Poor yeah. boy. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the basic story there <sighs> with our adventure with Dave Benson Phillips. It was quite the time. What a tale. We'll do what we can from now on to leave him out of it. Yeah, we'll probably get more questions about him. Yeah. yeah. Discuss him again. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, his his fan account that's definitely not run by him <laughs> tweets us again. <laughs> saying, well, I think it's a bit unfair. He's a lovely bloke. He's, he's tried his best. 150 likes (laughs) (laughs) I've got an uncle he's he's my great uncle actually um, who he's basically like a chuckle brother in that he has had so many jobs he's uh, like it's like a new job every day like Dan the Van sorts him out with a new job kind of thing each morning Uh, he's worked in like a diamond mine he's been a songwriter he's been a uh, he's worked on a fishing trawler for like six months in the just in the middle of the ocean. Um, he's been like a gardener and a painter and fuck, just loads of stuff. And uh, he spent some time in South Africa because he travels the world a lot as well. And in South Africa, they had B-Days and he got used to using a B-Day. Oh. And this guy, I should I hasten to add, is an idiot and he won't mind me saying so. <laughs> Not that he'll ever hear this, but like he's... He's like a walking disaster area. He's just one of those people who almost like buildings fall down when he walks past them kind of thing. Just oh everything God. goes wrong for him. So he's like a chuckle brother. Is what he, he is literally a chuckle brother. So um, he got used to using B-Days in South Africa. And then he came back. I don't know if it was back to Britain or somewhere else in Europe or like over in America. But he was in a non-B-Day country. And 
he was in this toilet somewhere, uh, and <laughs> he'd been for a shit, and then decided, ah. Oh, no B day in this country. So what he did was, oh no, he took his trousers down and sat in the sink, right? Ooh. Oh god! And turned the taps on. Unfortunately, the sink then came off the wall, oh, and god. all the water just started spraying out. He's so got this pooey bum, and he's like, oh geez. yeah. So he had a wet pooey bum, and then had to, you know, go and find someone to say, "Hello, the sink's come off the wall because <laughs> I sat on it." Uh, you're gonna have to. Turn the stop cock because there's water spraying. God, that's actually kind of terrifying because the like, is it what's it? Sinks are made from ceramic or something? No, Post- yeah, yeah. Whatever it's made from, when so. it shatters, it becomes like incredibly sharp. Like, oh yeah, porcelain. Yeah. Porcelain. I, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it is like dangerous to go anywhere near that stuff. So he's he got off pretty lucky there. A bit of embarrassment. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, I, I I just googled how to use a bidet, and I'm looking at the WikiHow article. Oh, not the wiki okay. how. Has and, it got weird illustrations? Oh, oh, you know it does. It's not that weird. The weirdest bit for me was going down to the community questions and answers section and seeing a question, can I use my bidet to bathe my baby? Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah. don't. Abigail replies, absolutely not. Besides, rid- besides bidets are riddled with germs and bacteria, do not bathe a baby in a toilet. Advice for life, <laughs> no. Don't do that. <laughs> God. Uh, I'm, apparently, um, a lot of bidets have, well, some have little dryers built into them, so maybe that makes it more appetising. Yeah, I'd be slightly yeah. more interested in that, yeah, if that was if that was the case. But still, yeah. I don't really get it. I need someone to show me how to use it. Because yeah. do you have to, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I need to know how to use it, but do you have to, like, sort of scrub with your hands? Oh, I don't know God! If, <laughs> I hope not. I don't know if just, it might, it would have to be, like, a fairly strong jet. For you, for you know, to be confidently clean, like you know. But then, like, if it's too strong, that's just going to cause mayhem. Oh, you fill it, do you? I d- I'm just. I'm oh, pro- I thought it just sprayed you. I'm looking I at these pictures. Yeah, that see, you're I thought it sprayed as well. That's maybe why I've never been Wait, able to work out. Is that? Do you just it- dump dunk your bum in it? Oh, imagine the water. That's just a, that's just a shitty bar. <laughs> yeah. Wait, okay, I'm going to quickly look at a video. I'll skim through it. God, because some of the illustrations I've seen show it as a jet that sprays directly into your bot bot. Yeah. And then some just sort of like hover near the tap. And it's like, well, how am I going to get the tap to spray at the angle I need it to? And then some of them are fill a shit bath. I don't know which one is which, but none of it sounds massively convenient because you're basically having to hover. You can't actually sit down. Yeah. I I agree that when you think about it, toilet paper seems archaic in some ways. But it's and like it hurts as well if you if you do it wrong. Yeah, but it's like you know what are the alternatives? I mean, wet wipes. If if we could all just wet wipe from now until forever, that would be great. But I don't think that's very economical. No, that's how we made the fat burgers. Oh well. no. Yeah. Yeah. God. Okay. So it looks like it is like a jet that goes up. That's just a weird illustration. Okay. Oh. Well, my grandparents' one just has a tap, so I don't really know how that works. Yeah, I think, I think just... some of them have a jet, and some of them you do have to do a, a poo bath. Oh, I don't like the idea of a poop. You do a little wiggle and, and you're all clean, I guess. Oh. No, no, you're no, not. No, you're not. You've now got pooey water on the underside of your legs. Oh. You've just spread the poo around your bot, your bot, 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 bot. Oh, my oh, God. What on earth is that? That's from a BuzzFeed article. I just sent a picture. Um, 
from the article titled, I cleaned my ass with a bidet and this is what happened. So Google that and you'll find the picture. We were also their horrified to see. Face went onto their ass. Is that what's happening? It looks like it, doesn't it? And why is it brown down there? Don't like it. Oh, what? God. Okay, I'm just going to move on. Thank you yeah. very much, everybody, for the questions and thank you for the things. <laughs> That's it. Just keep typing. I don't want to see it. Keep I going. can't type anymore. Keep going. Have okay, you been banned I'll, for I'll spam? Where it is, it's gone now. We all just had to type to push it up the chat. We didn't want to see it anymore. Right, well, gents, I think we're done. Are we done here? Are we done? Very much so. We're done. Excellent. Right, well, thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you soon. Uh, Bye! Kevin, Kevin, run the the thing. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Play the one. Wake up. Kevin, it's happening. It's happening. Bye! 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 first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com